The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. NFL picks, projections coming up here in 15 minutes. Brady Oltman's with us from HaleVarsity.com. And magazine staff writer all over Husker football because Brady, my man, there is no off season. Are you a energy drink or coffee guy? That kind of depends. Most of the every day starts with coffee, um, so that's a bare minimum. But depending on what I need, sometimes I'll bring in a Red Bull as kind of the the left handed reliever when you need him <laughs> late in the innings. You know, the dirty, dirty lefty. I I, I like <laughs> it. So let's uh, get some thoughts from you on Jacob Hood. Uh, could be more dogs barking. Yeah, I mean, it became kind of apparent this coaching staff was definitely going to want to mine the transfer portal for uh, an additional offensive lineman. That was clearly a position of need that they um, they targeted. They brought in multiple guys so far. Only Ben Scott has signed from the portal that they got in. You know, um, so I think he was he was a name that popped up, and they want to get guys in. They're very energetic, aggressive you know, uh, recruiting staff. And now that the portal's closed, but guys can come in still um, and, and take visits and still sign in. I think he was one, obviously a good pedigree, good enough for Georgia to sign him. He's got a great build, huge frame on him, um, an imposing run, uh, imposing run blocker. Uh, he's just the kind of guy that I think that gives them depth and makes that even a more competitive position to make everybody else better. Are you... What side of the fence are you on with uh, with with portal expectation? And, and I mean, I, I love the the SEC blueprint that Mickey went after, right? And you saw it pay off when when Nebraska was good. It was the well, it was the the, the Big Twelve or the SEC guys doing work. And and now, I mean, all ten guys are are major conference gets and. I'd say 70% of them are from the SEC. What, what's your expectation with this hit rate? Well, because I, I think you're, you're spot on. I mean, you look at a lot of the guys, especially on offense, that really you know, uh, popped last year and really contributed. Most of them were transfer guys. Um, you know, Some of the, the homegrown guys that really contributed last year were developmental guys. And that's what Rule wants. He wants those developmental guys, but um, that's kind of where your high school, maybe even like, Um, a small smattering of junior college signings come from is in that get them in, keep them in the program for a couple years or several years, more of a long-term project. Whereas you get the portal guys in, you can still develop them and help them, you know, take that extra leap. But those are guys more closer to plug and play guys that can step in and make an immediate impact on the field. Because I think they Nebraska's in a better position than Temple or Baylor were when rule got in. But this is he wants to avoid that kind of one win or the the false smattering season and make a quick leap and be competitive in the Big Ten West and um, this this program's dying for a winner again and he wants he wants to get there and he's he's going to be aggressive about it. Brady, one thing we talked about back in hour one was the need of a team to have 
you know, game plan guys, guys that the other team has to, to circle in their scouting report saying if we don't take care of this guy, they're going to cause us some real problems on Saturday. And I, I want to open up this question to the entire roster. It could be new additions or it could be guys that are holdovers from last season. Can you pick out a guy on either side of the ball that could be one of those guys, one of those game breaker types where, where the other team's going to have to circle those guys in their week of game prep and say, we have to take care of this guy. Uh, just one on each side of the ball that, that you would think are you know, potential guys that could fill that spot next year. Um, well, on defense, I think one of those guys that you could look at is um, Prince Will, um, Umami Ellen. He's, he's got the kind of speed and size that I think that it might not happen immediately, even though this coaching staff um, has kind of said he could contribute right away. He could be a big player as a freshman, um, but we'll see kind of how he adapts to the the weight room, the regimen, how he adapts, and how the you know the the defense kind of shifts to him. Um, on offense, it might be cheating, but that tight end unit. I mean, I, being a former eight man guy who you know would slide out for a couple passes, I've always appreciated the tight end position. I think it's a little bit of an underutilized position. I mean, you look at the NFL. You know, Gronkowski made a living off of it. Um, Tony, you know, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, these guys were, they power their offenses because not only do they run block well, but you've got to account for them in the pass game. And if you've got big size, like uh, uh, big size and mobility on that corner, it's really difficult to defend. So now you get a guy like Eric Gilbert and then Thomas Fedoni, if he stays healthy, that's a one-two punch. And I don't know very many defenses that can keep up with guys of that size and speed for, you know, four quarters. It, it, it is the mismatch, and it's kind of an equalizer for an offense where you have a tight end that can flex out, can run block, a Gronk and Andrews at the, at the NFL levels, but a guy like Gilbert and Fedoni, that, th- those two options, you go double tight, I mean, good luck because you're going to be able to to out-athlete and, and out-physical. It's, it's really the... Uh, equivalent to uh, that that edge guy that just gets loose on your quarterback. There's your there's your answer a lot of times if you're an offense and Nebraskans remember the tight end usage well. Be it Harry and off of an option or a Johnny Mitchell being a magician, uh, Junior Miller. I mean uh, Austin Allen and, and of course Vokalek, two of the recent tight ends that. We're, we're very big in the passing game, but really, if you want to just get down to it, Nebraska's tight ends uh, were probably some of the best blockers with those wham plays when Nebraska had success running the ball. Yeah, and both Fedoni and Gilbert, I think, are excited to get after it. Gilbert kind of didn't play as much the last couple of years because of personal health reasons. Um, he played a lot more at LSU, and then obviously Fedoni had been dealing with you know health injuries um, and everything the last two years here that obviously um, diminished his output on the field. So both of those guys kind of come in. Um, I Ideally, and right now, I believe they're both healthy. So they're ready to contribute right away. And, and to your point, they're, they can both block on that edge. And if you give Anthony Grant, Gabe Irvin Jr., Emmett Johnson, A.J. Allen, if you give them that space on the edge, get them to the second level, they can each one of them can – you know, be elusive or knock a guy over for a couple extra yards. And if you can get six, seven yards a pop there, I'm I'm not a good mathematician. I work with words for a reason, but the math adds <laughs> up to a couple of yards that way. Uh-huh. Brady, what's your take on, on MJ Sherman, another Georgia kid where 
Uh, Husker fans really excited about the potential. It seems like he had a career at Georgia that was a little bit hampered by injuries, put him behind the eight ball a little bit and looking for a new stop. What's your take on him? Is he a guy who could be an in- instant difference maker? Or are you in wait and see mode with him and see how he's able to to come back and, and respond to some some injury setbacks at Georgia? I'm in wait and see right now on him, mostly because you know the injuries. It's it's tough to tell how a college kid re- reacts to that kind of um, to any injury at all, you know. And moving from Georgia, albeit a, a great program, obviously the best in the country right now, but to move from a program like Georgia to Nebraska is going to be a little bit of a shift. But everything I've heard from down in SEC country is that they they say MJ Sherman is um, head and shoulders above any other transfer that Nebraska's got in, especially at that position, like a chief borders. And they like borders is respected and a very hard worker and a good fit for Nebraska. But they've said as a, as a pure football player and athlete, MJ Sherman is, is a step above the rest of them. So he, he could legitimately be a big guy uh, day one on campus. Tell me about Judy from A&M, uh, his fit on this defensive line, uh, your, your projection for him. Well, he's he's got good speed, and he's got he's got a good motor to the ball. Um, I think that's one thing you didn't really see at A and M because you get lost in the shuffle over there. I mean, they had great recruiting classes, but also I couldn't I didn't watch a ton of film on A and M. I didn't watch them every week, but it was tough. They to were get, hard like, to watch co- every week. <laughs> they didn't have a coherent look to no. them. You know what I mean? Like it, you get a guy in with more of a focused um, demeanor. He can either you know obviously. Uh, we don't know what Tony White's defense is going to look like, but all all indications are that it's going to be flexible and it's going to fit the personnel. So he could either go, you know, three point on the edge, he could go two point on the edge, be more of kind of a pseudo offense or outside linebacker versus a conventional edge rusher. He, he could, you know, depending on personnel packages, fit in and be a really good fit. Um, it's just going to be a matter of what those packages look like and how how he pops in the offseason. Brady Oltman's with his staff writer, HailVarsity.com and Magazine at Brady Oltman's on Twitter's where you follow him. Brady, just to, to wrap here, bud, we've spent time on Hood, some of the other, other visitors you're tracking this weekend, and also an, an offer or two that's been intriguing here the last 24 hours. Well, they're hitting Texas hard, um, and that includes two former Bob Wager guys. Um, I got um, Ismael Smith-Flores and then Jeremiah Charles. Um, Both of those guys are in for official visits. They're both um, late class of 2023 additions. Um, I think as as of last checking, Charles is still unranked. Smith-Flores is a three-star tight end. Both of those guys are going to be project guys that they get in and want to develop and see where they fit in best um at the college level and i those are always interesting because matt rule and his staff obviously knows how to develop guys i mean they got a good chunk of guys from temple into the nfl Mm -hmm. and that's usually a pretty difficult task to do um so those are intriguing i wouldn't expect to see any of them play right away uh but then they've just got a litany of offers and they're not afraid to go after you know any sort of linemen they're going after skill position guys um they've most of them have been 2024 because I think they want to get the 2024 class started with a couple of commits, but they've also dealt out some um, some offers to sophomores and, and freshmen right now. So, I mean, they're all over the place. They're all over the country. It's not just Texas, but that's certainly where the meat of everything has been done. And um, the the word on the street is that they are being warmly welcomed by Texas high schools when they show up. The, the kids and the students love seeing them there. So that, that should be intriguing for Husker fans. You've got to go with the, the Texas brisket, I, I would think, when you get down to the Lone Star State. 
I mean, Georgia, when you visit Georgia, I mean, you need to have uh, Fran Brown send up some pulled pork, clearly, with some of the kids <laughs> he's sending Nebraska's way. But uh, the, uh, the the brisket in Texas, I mean, that's that's their thing. That's another reason to go aside from talent. And Brady, before we get you out of here, um, uh, we could talk barbecue all night, but I want to get back into football briefly because we only got about a minute left. Omar Spates, very talented linebacker from Oregon State. He's on his way to LSU, so Nebraska missing out on Spates. Tell me, how real was the interest from Nebraska? Spates is a guy who kept it pretty quiet through this transfer portal com- uh, recruitment process. So how real was that interest, and how big a loss is it for Nebraska to not get him in the boat? Um, I think that there was – there was definitely interest on Nebraska's part. I think they wanted to get a little bit more athleticism at that, at the linebacker position and on defense just in general, because they're not exactly sure what that defense is going to look like. Um, I'm not exactly sure how much Omar was uh, specifically interest, interested in Nebraska. Um, I, I think he's, he was in the mode of, of listening to all offers. And right now there's a lot of intrigue and excitement around Nebraska. Uh, but I think, I think looking at what he does in his skill set, I think there was LSU was a safer bet for him. And I think that he saw kind of the writing on the wall and wanted to play some SEC ball. So it's tough, but, you know, the addition of MJ Sherman makes that uh, loss go down real easy. Brady Oltman's with us, salevarsity.com and magazine at Brady Oltman's. Follow him for all your Husker updates with not only portal news, but also Nebraska on the recruiting trail. Brady, appreciate you, man. Have yourself a weekend, and uh, we'll check in next week. Thanks for the time. Appreciate you guys. All See right. ya. There he is, Brady Oltman's. Good stuff from him. We'll hit some NFL. More thoughts here on Nebraska hoops. And, yes, Nebraska and what they're doing in the portal with Hale Varsity.